0: Tonight on Truth Today, we're gonna be discussing the war on Christ, the war on Christianity, the war on God, how that's increasing in the last days. We're also gonna be discussing the January 6th narrative imploding, collapsing. The lies are now finally coming out. The truth will be told. We're gonna be discussing the COVID narrative, also collapsing and falling apart. We're gonna be discussing the war on women and so much of the days of Noah depravity that the Bible has foretold. Truly, the Bible says, just as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before the coming of the Son of Man. What what are we gonna do as Christians? How do we stand and occupy until the Lord comes? We're gonna be discussing that and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, good evening, Uh, this is Pastor Sharam Hadian. Thank you for joining us here tonight on Truth Today. Uh, We're hopeful that you're on both of our platforms, both on Rumble and on our website. Uh, Please make sure that uh, you subscribe to both of those platforms, both to our website and to Rumble. But uh, again, if you're first time, we want to welcome you. If you've been with us for months now, uh, thank you for your faithfulness to this program and for helping to get the truth out uh, that's what we're committed to do is committed to speak the truth in love no matter what the cost uh and and as the hours go on and the days get darker we know that uh, the truth gets sharper so we're going to be sharp we're going to be a two-edged sword uh, but only led by the holy spirit not by our hands but by the hands of the holy spirit prayerfully uh, before we get into our program please visit our website tilministry.com, til ministry.com Please, again, subscribe to our email newsletter. Uh, also check out our events calendar. I'll be having more information later uh, about our events calendar. Also check out our Rumble page. Go to rumble.com slash rumble.com slash We are building our, um, uh, our subscribers there. So please subscribe if you are not subscribed so that you can get an email alert once we add new content. Uh, a couple other quick things. Uh, text alert. If you're still not getting our text alerts, here's the image. It is on our website as well on our front banner. Text the word JOIN, 689 tt 689 689-888-7884. And then finally, remember we have our podcast, our brand new podcast of our shows. If you're enjoying these shows, but you like to have the option of listening on a podcast on an MP3, here is the words to search for Truth Today with Sharam Hadian, Truth Today with Sharam Hadian. We are on Samsung, uh, Amazon Music, iHeart, uh, Podbean, Spotify. I don't remember all of them right now, but anyway, so check that out and um, let us know, uh, you know, how, how if you guys are enjoying that uh, as well. So want to share with you tonight as we jump into our program, we have a lot to cover. We're going to start in the Word of God, uh, by the way, I uh, want to, again, encourage you guys. Uh, I'm not sure how we're doing tonight, Drya, on our website versus um, Rumble. I think we're, we're, we're almost like 50-50 now on 60-40 Rumble. Yeah, we're starting to get more on Rumble. So don't forget our website as well. We, we, we archive there, but we're grateful for the Rumble platform. And so uh, make sure that you check that out. Um, all right, let's get into the Bible. Let's get into the Word of God try um, How does the uh, the 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 live stream look? Is that all good? Okay. Uh, all right. So, Word of God, we're gonna we're gonna go in John chapter fifteen. John chapter fifteen. If you have your, have your Bibles, and Jesus is preparing his disciples for his departure, and I thought tonight um, it would be very applicable. I pray that as Jesus was was preparing his disciples for his departure. I pray that we as his disciples will be prepared for his arrival. Because as we see more evidence of the fulfilling of Bible prophecy and the events of these last days, I believe that the arrival of the Lord is soon approaching. I believe that um, we are in those days. These are the days of Noah, as I mentioned earlier. And and we'll talk about that more later as we talk about the days of Noah. So Jesus is preparing his disciples. And as he's talking about the pruning of the true vine in the beginning of John chapter 15, he then goes and talks about what they should expect from the world. So he's preparing them. Jesus and the Father are one. God has come in the flesh, in the person of Jesus Christ, as part of the Godhead, the triune nature of our God. One God, but the three personalities and distinct um, nature of, of our God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And now he's preparing his bride that the world is going to wage war on them. I don't understand, honestly, I don't understand why so many Christians are so utterly confused about the subject of warfare and persecution. Why so many Christians, particularly in the West, are so ill-prepared for being hated, for the world not embracing us. You know, as I was teaching on, uh, at Patriot Church here in Knoxville, Tennessee, on reviving the fear of the Lord. you know We talk about revival, 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 but again, the revival of the last days outpouring of God must be a revival of holiness, of God's manifest holiness, and reviving the fear of the Lord. For too long, as Christians, if we're honest, we have been more afraid of the world and the things of the world than we have walking in the fear of the Lord. We must walk in the fear of the Lord. So Jesus prepared them in John 15, 18. Now, this is very stark language. These things in verse 17, he says, I commanded you that you love one another. Then he says, If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Why does the world hate us? Why would there be a war on Christianity? Now, we, we, know, we know from both biblical record and historians like Josephus and the, uh, the the subsequent uh, Romans that there was a great persecution upon the early church. But do you know, and I cover this in a DVD that we have on our website called War on Christians. Do you know that right now we are in the greatest numerical persecution of Christians in church history? Do do. Is your pastor talking about that? Is your church talking about that? Is your denomination talking about that? Are Christians talking about that? That we are right now in the midst of the greatest persecution of Christians, numerically speaking, in church history. And the number one perpetrator of that persecution is Islam. The number one perpetrator of anti-Semitism, which tends to go with Christian persecution, is Islam. Now, we are going to see as the one world government and the one world economy and the one world religion manifests in a greater degree, we're going to see a greater measure of persecution and hatred towards true Christians and biblical Jews, meaning Torah following Jews. Anti-Semitism. So we are in the midst of a war on biblical Christianity. There's an all-out war on Christ and on the God of the Bible. Not the God of Islam, not the God of of secularism, not the God of the LGBTQ. All of of those are false gods, and ultimately we know they are demons uh, working at the behest of Satan. But we're talking about the God of the Bible. And Jesus here is going to give you the reason in verse 19 why the world doesn't like us. In fact, not just like us, but the word hatred enmity this is absolute despising in the greek there the word is to despise the world despises the followers of christ the world despises christ now when i say the world i'm talking about the world system i'm talking about every person in the world or all nations i'm talking about the world system particularly as we see the world system becoming satan's system then the war, this enmity, this, this strife that goes all the way back to Genesis 3, that there will be enmity between the, the, the serpent and the woman and the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman, that enmity continues to this day. The world hates the seed of the woman who is Christ. So if you, verse 19, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you're not of the world, but I chose you. I plucked you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you For my Father's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. So why are they doing all these things? Why do Muslims hate Christians? Why is the governments of the world hate Christianity? And true Christ followers, especially those who stand against the evil, why? Because they hate the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And this should be matter of fact for us. This is not an emotional issue. I'm not mad at the world. I'm not mad. I'm, 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 of course, I, I have enmity for the, for the enemy, for Satan. But we're called to pray for and love our enemy. So it's not about emotions. It's about matter of fact. We must, in these last days, prepare, as he was preparing them again for his departure and the early persecution, right? They were, the church was born into persecution. There was not a a glorious heyday. There was not a moment. Again, this is why I do not support um, Kingdom Now Theology, the idea that we're going to see a more Christ-like world. I know that there there are those who are post-millennial. I am uh, pre-millennial, believing that there's still a thousand-year reign to come. But those who are post-millennial, I it's not a cause of division, but I don't support that because of the fact that, um, the, to me, the evidence is not there. The evidence that the world is becoming more Christ-like is just not there. The evidence is the world is waxing darker and darker and darker and more evil. And the fact that, here's a, again a, a clue, the fact that we're seeing greater persecution of true Christians. And we're seeing a great falling away. Those are two signs, right? Those are two signs that don't forget in Matthew 24, Jesus himself said they will hand you over to be persecuted and even kill you. That's a sign before his coming. The sign in Revelation 6, one of the seals of the martyrs, the fact that we see uh, a greater hatred for truth, that's a sign. So Jesus was preparing his disciples before he left. The church then immediately, upon the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost in Jerusalem, was hit with persecution. There was no honeymoon period. Jesus didn't say, "Hey, become Christians, and uh, I'm going to give you 50 years, 100 years to uh, to kind of be comfortable in your faith." They became Christians and immediately faced persecution. One from the Jews from the religious zealot Jews, uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, but two, from the Romans. And Christianity has faced that persecution throughout its history. But now, as we get closer to the end days, we're seeing an increase of that persecution. So one more time, there's a war. And by definition, yeah, there's a war on biblical Christianity. I want to say that again. Notice I say biblical because if you want to have woke, lukewarm Christianity, if you want to have the Christianity like some of those people that were at the, at the Grammys, you're not going to be hated by the world. And in fact, if you're living out your faith and you're not hated by the, by the world and the things of the world, hmm, is that a clue? Is that a clue that maybe you're not living. They're not living truly for Christ. We're talking about biblical Christianity, true Christ following. That's why that true Christ following will lead to what? A godly division. I say it again. We are going to witness, and we are witnessing, a godly division. Let me give you just a few Headlines. These are not massive headlines, but these are some of the headlines um, that you're going to see. Here is one. I don't know if, dry. we got this one about the ministry being sued out in Washington state. It was the Harbinger one. Um, if you don't have it, I'll cover it there, but uh, I may have not included that one. Ministry being sued in the state of Washington. Uh, this is a the Gospel Union... Mission, Yakima Union Gospel Mission. I ran for governor in the state of Washington, familiar with Yakima, went through there many, many times, is suing the Washington state officials to protect its First Amendment right to hire staff members who share the nonprofit's religious beliefs. Recently, the Washington State Supreme Court reinterpreted the state's non-discrimination law to ban religious organizations from only hiring employees with like-minded beliefs. This requires a nonprofit to hire some non ministerial employees who don't agree with the organization's beliefs or face significant penalties if they don't comply to this new hiring practice. For over 85 years, the Union Gospel, Yakima Union Gospel Mission, has existed to follow Christ and helping people move from homelessness to wholeness, according to its website. And now they are in a battle. Now this is a battle against this Christian organization living out its Christian faith. Alliance Defending Freedom is involved. We'll see where it goes. I I, I don't hold hope in the state of Washington. I don't hold hope hope in the Ninth Circuit. That is the West Coast, left coast. But um, probably is going to have to be another uh, Supreme Court, like with Joe Kennedy, Uh, Coach Joe Kennedy from Bremerton, Washington, who just got his job back after the Supreme Court, nullified. That took years. Think about how long that took. So uh, that's one example. Let's go to uh, this example. Um, Again, I'm not sure if I sent this to you, Dry, but watershed moment. um, UK Parliament approves. Yeah, I don't think I said this one to you, son. UK Parliament approves censorship zones. Listen, Listen to this, folks. Censorship zones. Rejects the amendments to protect silence prayer. Members of Parliament have approved the introduction of censorship zones, also known as buffer zones, outside of abortion facilities across England and Wales. Clause 10 of the Public Order Bill will criminalize any form of, quote, influence outside of abortion facilities, including silent prayer. As you know, there was two people that were arrested outside uh, abortion clinics in England just standing there They were known activists that were against abortion, but they were just standing there outside on public sidewalks, praying quietly, silently, and they were arrested and charged. Today's vote, uh, this was passed, uh, or an amendment was put forward and was failed by a vote of 116 to 299. Today's vote marks a watershed moment for fundamental rights and freedoms in our country. Parliament had an opportunity to reject the criminalization of free thought, which is an absolute right. I, I disagree. This is not free thought. This is freedom of worship. This is freedom of conscience. This is a freedom of expression. It's not just free thought and embrace individual liberty for all. Instead, Parliament chose to endorse censorship and what I've been saying all along, it's not just to silence us. They want to criminalize Christians. The war on Christ, the war on God is to criminalize Christians. Christians and criminalize peaceful activities such as silent prayer and consensual conversation. Legal Counselor for the Alliance Defending Freedom in the UK. So abortion, LGBTQ, Islam, all those things in the UK that you can't criticize anymore. Now, um, those, that's what they're trying to push in uh, America. And by the way, oftentimes, as having lived in Washington State for so many years, oftentimes the Washington State goes. So goes America. Just keep that in mind. That's why we're dealing with this issue. Then I also want to uh, get to another headline here. Uh, we now know Daily Caller. Again, I don't know if I sent this one to you either, Dry. I think there's a few that I didn't send to you. I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes, folks, when I'm doing my research, I send these links ahead to my son uh, to put up, but then last minute, uh, another article pops up and I'm like, oh, I got to share this. But then uh, poor, my, my poor son, he's like, uh, you know, no dad, I don't have that one. So here's another headline from the Daily Caller. FBI moved to target pro-lifers under new threat tag, an agent says. So according to an agent, a whistleblower, the FBI created a threat tag to target pro-life activists after the overturning of Roe v. Wade. What a surprise. We said that the federal government weaponized the FBI. The FBI is nothing like but the Gestapo. They're acting like the Gestapo. And we said that they are going to weaponize that and come after Christians and Catholics and conservatives and pro-life. And here we go. Now they have a specific threat. So following the Supreme Court's decision, the FBI created a threat tag label, threats, threats to SCOTUS 2022. Threats to SCOTUS 2022. FBI Special Agent Garrett O'Boyle told the House Select Committee on the weaponization of the federal government during the February 10th interview. This is the... House of Representatives in D.C. uh, They put together a select panel and a committee to investigate the weaponizing of the federal government and the federal um, law enforcement agencies against Americans, patriots, conservatives, Christians, and so forth and so on. Um, And they began to shift and focus in on only pro-life adherence. When this threat tag came out, it was like, why are you focusing on pro-life people? It's pro-choice people who are the ones protesting and otherwise threatening violence in front of Supreme Court justices. Is that not what we saw after Roe v. Wade or even before Roe v. Wade? Threatening Kavanaugh, threatening Amy Comey Barrett, threatening uh, Alito. Uh, this is what we saw. Uh, all of the cases where they have burned and, and destroyed pro-life Um, I mean, uh, crisis pregnancy centers, pro-life, I should say. Yeah, crisis pregnancy centers. And yet the FBI is focused on going after, sending SWAT teams in to go after pro-life dads and Catholics. And so here we are, folks. Again, we're witnessing, and you go, well, what does this have to do with Christianity? Well, because if you stand for Christ and if you stand for the unborn, which is a mission of the gospel, These children in the womb are created in the image of God. And it's the gospel of righteousness, of truth that goes forth. Then now we are seeing this attack. By the way, speaking of pro-life, I want to let you know we're going to be in Spokane, Washington this coming Tuesday, March 14th, because the church at Planned Parenthood which my, our good friend, Pastor Ken Peters, started. And when we were in Spokane, our church was right there at the beginning with them when it was started, supporting it. They're having a, uh, keep that up just for a second, please, Drya. They're having a um, sort of a relaunch rally. And you see the dates on the, on the calendar there, March 4th, 9, May 9th, August 8th, October 10th, December 22nd. Um, not backing down. So let me give you quickly the backstory here. We're not backing down because as Christians, we're not going to back down from um, truth and righteousness and standing for the unborn. So um, when he he started the Church of Planned Parenthood, which is basically a worship service outside Planned Parenthood, worship, prayer, intercession, the teaching of the Word of God, um, because worship is warfare. The Word of God is, is weaponry. Uh, We don't fight with carnal weapons. And as we we stood, uh, Planned Parenthood sued. They won the lawsuit because of corrupt judges uh, because it would have been easy for them to say, no, look, uh, you you can't start at 6 o'clock, even though 6 o'clock is after the the clinic uh, closes, and you can't be on the side of the street in front of Planned Parenthood. We want you to go on the other side of the street and start an hour later. Instead of doing that, no, we have to sue you And then the judge says, not only is that what you're going to have to do, but now we're going to award not just $100,000 that you were sued, but $860,000 in damages for a total of $960,000 in damages. Now, thank God the insurance company uh, covered that for uh, Patriot Church and uh, the Church of Planned Parenthood. But uh, as it's been going, it's been going in kind of a smaller measure. We're all going. So I'm going to be in... um, Spokane, Washington, next Tuesday night, and we'll probably—I'm going to probably be live streaming on my Facebook page. If you go to—if you are on Facebook, sharamhadian.com. We're actually dry. I wonder if we could live stream to our website. I'll probably live stream directly to our website for that service. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll figure that out uh, whether we can go to Rumble as well or not. But definitely check out our website. Now that's going to be. 8 p.m. So on East coast for, for you guys is going to be late. It, it actually starts at, I'm sorry, not 8 p.m. 7.15 uh, Pacific time, which is going to be 10.15 Eastern time. So you East, East coast folks, uh, it may be a little too late for you, but if you're on the West coast or central part of the United States, tune in for that live program uh, as well. Now, next Tuesday, we will be doing a pre-recorded show for Tuesday, because I'm going to be actually flying Tuesday morning to go to Spokane while uh, we would normally do our Tuesday noon show Eastern time. So we'll have a pre-recorded show Tuesday noon and then another uh, pre-recorded show for Thursday night because I will be um in in uh what Eastern Washington North Idaho as well. I'm going to be I'm going to be on, on the road for a week and I'll be talking about that just here briefly a little bit later. But anyway, so we're, the point being we're going back and, 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 and we're gonna take a stand. We're not backing down because it is what we do in the face of any persecution, whether big or small. This is a monetary persecution. This is a legal person. It's, it's called what we call uh, lawfare. Uh, you know, of course, Christians face persecution on their very lives daily, but we're not gonna back down. Um, let's give you, I'll give you one other one. Dry, you have that headline. Look at this, Australian police describe premillennialism. That's what I am, I'm a premillennialist. I believe that there is a seven year tribulation coming followed by a thousand year reign of Christ. That's what premillennialism means. But on December 12, 2022, um, uh, four Queensland police officers attended a property for what we're told was a routine missing person check. There was a, um, a gun fight and by the end of the day, uh, let's see, uh, Garrett, Nancy, Stacey, there's three people in the property, the police officers occupied, seven people were on that property. By the time of the day ended, only two were alive. So, the three three members of the um, home were killed, two police officers were killed, there was a gunfight back and forth. Because of this, because of this, now, the Australian government is coming out and saying, well, these people were believed in uh, premillennialism, it's, a, it's called a, they're quoting a broad Christian fundamentalist belief system known as premillennialism. Uh, it's, it, they believe it's extremism and therefore this is a direct threat. It's, uh, these are now, it's a terroristic mindset. Wow. So if you believe in Bible prophecy, if you believe that Jesus is coming back to rule the reign for a thousand years, if you believe that the world is going to go through a seven-year tribulation, according to the Australian government, you are now a terrorist. This is what I'm talking about, folks. This is what I'm talking about. That there's a war on God. There's a war on Christianity. And these are only just a handful of stories that we could cover here. I mean, I have so many stories that I could cover for you if you go to TheReligionOfPeace.com. TheReligionOfPeace.com um, is a site uh, that is not pro-Islam. It is against Islam. And on that site, TheReligionOfPeace.com, they cover all of the attacks of Muslims against Christians. Every month they have a jihad report, which is a, uh, their warfare against Christianity. And uh, for example, February 25th to March 3rd, uh, 47 attacks, 387 killed during the month of February. There were 109 attacks, almost 600 killed. And these are Muslims who are attacking Christians, Jews, and other religions or other uh, minor religions. So it covers that. Jihad Watch, our friend um, Robert Spencer covers that. Here's a few headlines. Muslims murder over 50 people in majority Christian area. Just, this was just today. Muslim migrants stab six random people with a box cutter in Italy. Um, and it goes on and on and on. Muslims attack Hindus during uh, the Hindu holy time in India and Pakistan. So this is, um, this is what Jesus has warned. And so from my admonition to us as Christians is, as we occupy for the Lord, ask the Lord to prepare your heart. Do not be surprised, do not be shocked that there's going to be a greater level of persecution. If there is not, and you're standing faithfully for the Lord and you're living your faith out, um, then, then in my opinion, folks, something is off. Something is off. Now, it could be that God gives you favor and protection. Yes, that's true. Okay, maybe God's protecting you. Maybe God's giving you favor. But the question is, if I'm not having... And really, the litmus test is, where is my heart? Forget what they're going to do. Where is my heart? Is my heart to win the approval of the world? Or is my heart to win the approval of the Father? Am I living for fear of man or fear of the Lord? Am I living for the uh, kingdom of God or the kingdom of this world? That's really the question. And only you can answer that. And only the Holy Spirit can answer that in you. For me and my household, we want to serve the Lord. For me and my wife, we want to serve the Lord no matter what the cost. Uh, Even if part of that cost is having other Christians hate you, other Christians turn against you. Because that's also what's going to happen, Matthew 24, in the last days. Many will be offended and betray one another and hate one another. Uh, So this is part of what is our preparation. Don't be shocked. If the world hates hates me, it will hate you. But see, Jesus chose us out of the world. We're in it, but we're not of it. And that's why I think it's so important in the days ahead that we look at alternative parallel systems. Food, communications, education, healthcare, financial, marketplace, all of these things so that we have options once the world fully goes overboard in hating Christians. And in America, we're seeing that because it's a tale of two nations. It's a tale of two nations. By the way, let me cover one more thing. Yeah. Um, And and just real quick, the tale of two nations, uh, we we covered this. So I encourage you, if, if you did not get a chance, please, 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 to watch our Tuesday program this week. It is an incredibly important uh, uh, program. One, we covered the moral, uh, the, the moral battle that rages in America and the Tale of Two Nations. But more importantly, we covered this question. Can Christians can Christians be possessed demonically or is it oppression and, and warfare? We have deliverance ministries that are telling Christians that they can be possessed. This is unbiblical. And so please watch that program. Share that program. Go on rumble.com.com or on our website, but Rumble's easy, and share that program. It's the first one up right now until uh, my son posts this show, uh, and post edit this show tonight. You got to see this. It's critically important. Um, but speaking of a war on God, there's a war on women. You see, because if there's a war on God, there's going to be a war on God's creation, right? On There's a war on men. There's a war on women. There's a war on children. Anything that God, there's a war on creation. Anything that God created, Satan is going to attack and go after. So today, today is the uh, international, where's my article here? I'm coming. Here we go is the International Women's Day, right? That's, that's, today is supposed to be the day that we celebrate women. And so what did the O'Biden White House do in celebrating women? Remember, we're in a culture where we can't define what a woman is, right? I, I, I don't know what a woman is. Or it's, 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 miso- it's uh, uh, racist or misogynist or it's, it's bigoted to claim that a woman is only a woman biologically, meaning if you're biologically a woman, you're considered a woman. If you're not, you're never going to be a woman. Oh, but we're going to, we're going to offend all the trans, cis, whatever, pan genders. So let's go to this Infowars article. White House gives international, right there, Women's Day of Courage Award to a biological male. A tale of two nations? a corrupt federal government. So on the day that we're supposed to be celebrating woman, a woman's day, that's right. You can't make this stuff up. Jill Biden and Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. By the way, Joe Biden was not there. We don't know where Sleepy Joe is. Maybe he had to take a nap. Maybe he had to go get more treatment with Fetterman. And I'm not trying to make light of this, but this is the state of America? We have people that are insane, that, 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 are, that are, have dementia, that shouldn't ever. Now, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying these people don't need help or, or, or prayer or compassion. I'm saying these people should be nowhere near the seats of power. How did Fetterman run for Senate in Pennsylvania? How does Joe Biden stay president? He can't even go up and down the stairs and he can't get through one press conference. So what did they do? They, they award the International Women's Day award to a dude, Alba Ruída, a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms and barred from sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. This is, of course, the White House's description of it, not this article. Uh, but in the face of these challenges, she she's not a she; she's a he. He's a dude worked to end violence and discrimination against the LGBTQI++ community. And so we're gonna award the International Woman's Day Award to a man. You can't make this stuff up. This is the delusion of the hour. The days of Noah, I don't know if we even have that image anymore, are upon us. The days of depravity moral depravity, moral decay, right? We are in a time of absolute moral depravity. Please explain to me how the world is becoming more Christian. This is our, corrupt. now, we're a tale of two nations, because if you remember on Tuesday, I covered the good things that are happening here in Tennessee, in Iowa, in Florida, in Texas, in Oklahoma, in Idaho. I just talked to my Good friend, legislator in Idaho. They're talking about some of the things they're doing there. More Christians getting elected and, and running for office and getting in there and pushing back. And, praise God. But it's a tale of two nations. The insanity of Minnesota or Washington or California or Oregon or some of these, New York, Illinois, some of these other states, their governments are insane. And Christians who are there, you guys got to fight and you got to stand. But you got to understand you're now in absolute occupied Territory. Oh, oh! By the way, you saw. Remember Hershey? Hershey had the uh, the 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 him her whatever bar that was. Remember that? Here's the article. I love this article. Go woke, go broke. Hershey faces massive boycott for pushing trans agenda for again for Women's History Month. So on Women's History Month, they put a dude who dresses as a woman on their he-she-bar or she-he-bar, whatever it was, her-she, right? They had her-she-bar. And now they face some backlash. Well, shouldn't be surprised because when you are cuckoo, when you're insane, um, this is what you get. This is what you get. Uh, A Twitter hashtag... Uh, hashtag Boycott Hershey was at the number one spot in the US on Thursday in Canada. Cause they're, you know, Canada is so much more liberal and, and, and polished than we are, it, you know, no they're just, they're, they're just the Canadian government and, and, and a lot of the people there, unfortunately, and remember, I, I am a Canadian citizen. I have dual citizenship. I'm Canadian and US citizen. So I'm, ta- I'm speaking of the fact that what Canada was like when I lived there and in the last 10, 15 years, it's just gone insane. In Canada, it was trending at number 16. But look at the contrast. Let me show you the contrast here to true women. Because now you look at the women in Iran. Do we have that article about the Iranian women and the profile of courage? Look at this article. I love this article. Let's bring it up. Iranian women provide profiles in real female courage. On International Women's Day 2023, the social media timelines of Western Internet flooded with Talking about womenhood is all about the LGBTQ trans. Blah, blah, blah. But what's, what's going on in Iran? What's going on in Iran? In Iran, the courageous Iranian women are standing up, taking their hijabs off. They were the face and, and movement behind this uprising after Massa Amini was killed in September. They are the face of this courage because where are the men? The men are following the women. The men should be leading, but the men are following the women because the men have been all neutered and drugged out and, and, and or they're under Islam, under the demonic uh, grass of Islam. The women who are breaking the shackles of Islam, we're done with Islam, we're done with this tyranny. They're the ones who are leading the fight. That's the real face of courage, folks, in celebrating women. And in celebrating women, you know what we do? Our new DVD, uh, Till... Uh, the Great Pushback, right? Uh, get your copy, tillministry.com slash pushback, tillministry.com slash pushback. What I talk about in the second half of this DVD is how God is orchestrating right now as we speak a revival of godly men and godly masculinity, a revival of godly women and godly femininity. God is restoring what Satan is trying to steal and and pervert. I mean, look at look at our federal government. Look at the governments of the world. What a, What an embarrassment. What a what an absolute embarrassment we must be and what an offense we must be as a nation to God. But remember, the war on Christ and the war on God is a war on everything he created. So we shouldn't be surprised that we're heading in this direction. And one more Looney Tunes headline before we go to our quick break. Let's look at this Los Angeles Times. You can't make this stuff up. From the Los Angeles Times, white and affluent drivers are polluting the air breathed by LA's people of color. That's right. Because you're claiming that most drivers are white and affluent. Really in LA, most drivers are white and affluent, maybe in parts of LA. Have you been to LA? And so therefore where they're driving on the freeways, there's poor people, there's people of color and they're being polluted. I mean, and, and the article, if you read this piece of garbage, that is an article from uh, this Sammy Roth staff writer for the Los Angeles Times. He actually talks about that this is racism. That's right. If you're white and affluent and you're driving a car, this is racism. I, I You can't make this stuff up. It's, they're describing this as another aspect of racism, saying this is shameful for Los Angeles County that they're not dealing with this racism of white affluent people driving their cars. Because that's the only people in Los Angeles, right, they are driving cars, right? All the poor black people, poor Hispanic people, they're, just, they're on mules and donkeys and horses, right? It's only the white people that are driving cars. They're all in. Still, the Bible says that these are days of great delusion, great depravity. Hello, that's where we are. All right, uh, I'll come back. and we'll, we'll, We're going to deal with some COVID stuff and January sixth. I'm getting the January sixth. I know some of you tuned in tonight. You're like, what about January sixth? Okay, but listen, visit tillministry.com, tillministry.com, tillministry.com. Uh, again, sign up for our newsletter. Check out our events calendar. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. But before that, check out Rumble.com. Rumble.com again, slash Sharam Hadian. Please subscribe. Rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Again, our text alert information is on the website. And check out our brand new podcast. Our brand new podcast. We are now podcasting on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeart, Samsung, uh, Podbean. And I don't remember which one. Anyway, we're there. Check it out. Uh, Truth Today with Sharam Hadi. Now, as far as our events calendar, I'm going to be on the road, as I said, next week. So Tuesday night, we're going to be in Spokane, Washington, Wednesday, in Moses Lake, Washington, a Patriot Church in Moses Lake. We're excited to be there. Again, Tuesday night, one more time, Jarrell. let's bring up that headline for Tuesday night. Not backing down the Church of Planned Parenthood. We are going to be there standing for the unborn and a live stream, Lord willing, from my phone. Um, there. Then also, we're going to be, uh, come back to me for a second, please, Drya. We're going to be uh, Friday night. Friday night. Please pray for this. If you're anywhere near North Idaho, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, at Candlelight Christian Fellowship, it's on our events calendar. Brand new presentation that I'm recording. One World Religion Rising. We've got to get an image for that, out soon. One World Religion Rising, contending for Christ against this end time deception. Brand new, don't want to miss it. And by the way, I'll be giving that presentation here in Knoxville on March 26th, Sunday night, March 26th. Instead of the prophecy update that I normally do, we're going to give that presentation, which has a lot of prophecy in it as well. And one final thing, Joy, do we have that video ready? Um, I'm going to be in Wisconsin April 14th and 15th. We, or I'm very excited about this because the um wisconsin christian news put together a conference they basically curtailed this conference after our presentation the great pushback the great pushback against the great reset countering the great reset and it is all about calling for a solemn assembly of christians to come together pray fast declare our dependency on god and stand our ground and push back against the agenda i want to play this quick uh one and one two almost two minute video it's an introduction if you're anywhere near. Um, Wausau, Wisconsin, that's eastern Wisconsin, about two hours north of Milwaukee. If you're anywhere central Wisconsin, you're close enough, um, please come. And registration is re- required. Uh, Coach Dave Dobmeier, Alex Newman from the uh, Sentinel and the New American, um, and other speakers will be there and myself will be there. Watch this quick um, intro. Let's do it, Shariah. They don't want to make America great again. They don't believe in America first. Uh, They believe in globalism and social. The goal and the aim is to shut down the gospel proclamation. We will stand against that evil. We will not be quiet or silent as you're about to perpetrate evil. You've got to speak up. You've got to rise up. You've got to use the position God puts you in. And he said, who's to say you weren't born for such a time as this? And if that revival happens within us, what would it look like? What is, the, what is the outward working of the Holy Spirit in a real revival? Wisconsin Christian News Solemn Assembly and Conference, April 14th and 15th with a special music group, MPK Band, performing Sacred Hymns of the Faith. The conference will be held at the Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center, 1100 Imperial Avenue, Rothschild, Wisconsin. Purchase your tickets today at coachdavelive.com slash events. That's coachdavelive.com slash events. You can also call 715 486 8066 for more information. See you at the conference. God bless you. All right, so you see that there. I mean, again, uh, we're so blessed that. They decided to uh, tailor the entire conference around this theme that the Lord has put on our hearts. Again, that's why uh, if you get a copy of our DVD, The Great Pushback, one more time, Drya, The Great Pushback, tillministry.com. Get your copy, please, if you have not gotten a copy and watch it. We we were sold out. We just got another batch in. We'll probably be sold out of that before uh, the end of the month. So uh, thank you guys for your support. And finally, speaking of support, uh, we need your support to stay on the air and to keep doing our, this, not just these programs, but our ministry. Our ministry, you know, I'm not pastoring uh, at our church anymore. I don't get paid by a church. So we, this is it. Our ministry, you guys, our supporters are what keeps us going. Uh, our entire ministry, traveling, speaking, DVD production, these show productions, all of it. And so thank you for your faithful support. Will you prayerfully consider doing a one-time donation Right now, tonight, or as the Lord leads you, um, tiltilministry.com, t-i-l ministry.com/slash/donate. Any amount is it is tax deductible until the IRS <laughs> removes it. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization. Also, our Gideon Army. If you would uh, prayerfully consider doing a monthly, if you can do monthly, we are praying for the 300 members, and we're gaining each month. We gain a few more. Praise God. We're praying for 300 who will stand with us, pray for us, and then do a monthly commitment. Uh, We have $5 and up. People do $5, $10, $100, $150, $200 and up. Thank you for every single one of you, part of our Gideon Army. And thank you for all of you who support this ministry. Uh, We could not do, honestly, we could not do this without the Lord and without you. All right, very quickly, I got to jump back in. January 6th, let's talk about January 6th narrative. Absolutely collapsing. I will probably do another show on this on Monday uh, when I record for pre-recording for Tuesday unless something else comes up because this is so big that it's got to be covered in more depth. But I'm just kind of, you know, some of you have been following uh, what, what's what been going on with Tucker Carlson um, uh, and, and, and that whole thing. Let's go to the InfoWars article, Dryad. You see this InfoWars article uh, about Tucker Carlson. Um, uh now what is going on is uh, uh, by the way do you have that actually let's go to the gateway pundit first do you have that gateway pundit uh the 33 yeah that one so look at this one gateway pundit and 33 january 6 defendants file official requests with speaker mccarthy for january 6 government footage now remember um they only released it to fox and tucker carlson so tucker carlson has been going through these hours and hours and i think it's like over forty thousand hours of actual footage from 41,000 hours of capital surveillance footage from January 6th. What the media, the lying media, the lying Democrats, the lying de- Republicans, the lying January 6th commission, um, they, they, did, they, they don't want the American public to see that narrative because remember the narrative is Trump is the worst man on the planet. Anybody that supported Trump or was there on January 6th, like myself, You're an insurrectionist, you're a threat, you're a danger. Uh, Remember, I was visited by the FBI. Uh, Pastor Ken Peters was visited by the FBI. Joshua Feirstein, who was with me, was visited by the FBI. We were all visited by the FBI for simply going to D.C. and praying. And we weren't even on the Capitol grounds. Um, The the closest I got was to the grass, uh, let alone um, the footage. And what is all the footage showing? The footage now that is being released is showing over and over and over again. There was no violent insurrection. There was no attempt, there was no plan. This was not an insurrection. And the majority of, 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 of Trump supporters who were in the Capitol were being escorted, doors open, escort. And remember, when I was there, I've shared this before, that's the number one thing. I, we interviewed people who had gone in that day, that day. And they were saying to us, the Capitol Police removed the barricades. The Capitol Police opened the doors. The Capitol Police let us in. The Capitol Police escorted us around. And now as this stuff's coming out. So now watch this. Let's go back to the Infowars article, please. Tucker Carlson is now facing censorship, not just from lying Chuck Schumer and the Democrats, but from slimy Mitch McConnell, And his connections and his wife's connections to the Chinese Communist Party. This is so important to understand that this movement to try to get Fox News to to not, not only turn off Tucker Carlson's show, but to stop Tucker Carlson from revealing public material, right? The American public have an absolute right to view this material. And all of those January 6th defendants who are facing years in prison, uh, one of our ministry supporters, I get texts from her all the time, from Minnesota, um, who is facing, I'm not going to say her name right now, but who has been facing, she was recently in D.C. for her trial after two years. And they have been, um, facing uh, unspeakable, unspeakable um, censorship and uh, violations of due process. They threw the Constitution out all under the guise of violent, extreme, uh, violent insurrection. So now what is the footage showing? The footage showing even the shaman dude, Capitol Police were walking him around everywhere. They were with him. The only people that were killed that day were Trump supporters. And yes, Capitol Police were injured, but nobody talks about that. The BLM riots in Washington, DC had way more injuries of DC police than the events at the Capitol. And I'm not justifying that if there was any violence, but we know, and I've said this before, that the FBI was involved in staging and uh, inciting, where is this Ray Epps guy? Where? So we need to continue to be a voice for those who are, who are political prisoners because of January 6th. And we need to pray that this narrative will completely crumble, completely fall apart. Let the truth be revealed, Lord. Let the truth be lifted up. Let righteousness be exalted. Thank God for Tucker Carlson. Thank God for people like that. Now, do I agree that more media outlets should have uh, access to the video? Yes. I would support the lawsuit from the Gateway Pundit and 33 other defendants to view those 41, because what's gonna do is gonna exonerate their clients. No doubt those 33 defendants have a right to see all 41,000 hours so that they can properly defend themselves and show that the government narrative is a lie, that the narrative of the, the DC cabal and all these judges and juries is a lie. The American people have to know that this is a lie, that there was no violent insurrection. In fact, the insurrectionists are these Republican Democrats. And what's interesting again about this, and Tucker Carlson talks about this in this article, is the fact that now you're seeing that these rhino Republicans and these Democrats, these evil Democrats, It's all the same spirit. It's all the same side. It's ultimately what's behind it is an anti-American, anti-Christian, anti-righteousness, anti-patriot, anti-conservative, anti-constitutional mindset and agenda. They all need to be tried for treason, in my opinion, for what they've done to this nation after what's going on. So let's pray that more of this stuff comes out. More of this stuff comes out. Um, and, um, and 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 it's interesting because uh, March seventh ratings came out. Fox News had more total uh, between 25 and 50 year old demo viewers than MSNBC, CNN, Newsmax, and News Nation combined. Three po- over three million total viewers, uh, particularly for Tucker Carlson. Uh, Trump responded. Great job by Tucker Carlson tonight. The, the unselect committee of political hacks and thugs have been totally discredited. They knowingly refused to show the videos that mattered. They should be tried. See, this is Trump, not just me. They should be tried for fraud and treason, and those in prison and being persecuted should be exonerated and released now. I 100% agree with President Trump. Absolutely. Um, Uh, then, you know, all these corporate media people are now calling on Fox to cancel. So what does this tell you? It tells you the enemy does not want the truth to come out. All right, final piece that I want to cover tonight um, because we're running out of time is um, I want to cover the COVID fraud very quickly. And then, as I said, we're going to have more on January 6th here, Uh, but the COVID fraud continues. Uh, Top 10 COVID lies that have now been fully debunked. Number one, natural immunity, offers little protection compared to vaccine immunity. Lie, right? That's a lie. Okay. Number two, number two, um, dry. Was there one that I missed here? Oh, oh, China. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll come back to the days of Noah. I got to cover that next week cause we're running out of time. Uh, because I I, I didn't get to the uh, Leo Holman's article. Uh, Let me just, just, I guess just try to bring it up real quick so people can at least go read this. This is crazy. Look at this. Scientists create mice with two dads in latest Twisted Drive to create life that ought not to be created. They want to have two male donors be able to create life and talk about Days of Noah. So go check out leahoman.com that article. We'll talk about that more next week. That's just, again, we're moving further and further in this direction. Folks, how can we, get, we, getting, we be getting more Christianized? Things are getting more darker all around this. But uh, listen, let me go to this uh, back to this article here. So uh, number one lie that uh, vaccinated immunity is better naturally, lie. Number two lie, masks prevent COVID transmission, now lie. Number three, school closures reduce COVID transmission, lie. Number four, myocarditis from the vaccine is less common than from the infection, lie. Number five, young people benefit from a vaccine booster, lie. Number six, vaccine mandates increase vaccination rates, lie. Number seven, COVID originated from the Wuhan lab is a conspiracy theory, big fat lie. Stop right there. Dryad, do you have that article uh, about Pompeo? Did I give you that one about... Uh, um, Or did I not give you that one either? Nope. Okay, here's the article. Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State uh, and then CIA Director. It was a lab leak, but the mainstream media chose to dismiss our findings as conspiracy theories. Okay, you got that? The Department of Energy this week announced what many of us have known since the earliest days of the pandemic. COVID-19 leaked from a lab. It leaked from a lab. So what does that mean? Number one, it was not man-made. Number two, I'm sorry, it was not naturally made. Number two, I don't believe it was an accident. Number three, it was bioengineered, meaning it was a bio weapon. Now people say, Oh, you don't say weapon, but if it's bioengineered, you got then two options. It either accidentally got out or it was intentionally released. I'm of the opinion it was intentionally released. It was not a pandemic, but a plannedemic, And the bioweapon, of course, did its damage. But now Mike Pompeo is coming out saying, Department of Energy admits what we've been saying for three years and being called conspiracy theorists. That's what he's saying as well. Uh, Let me get back to our list. So again, number seven, COVID originating from the Wuhan lab is a conspiracy theory. Lie, number eight, it was, it's important to get the second vaccine dose three or four weeks after the first dose, lie. Number nine, data on the bivalent vaccine is crystal clear. Uh-uh, lie. Data is crystal clear that it's dangerous for you. It is dangerous. There are clot shots, there are death shots. Please don't get any or don't get any more. Number 10, only uh, one in five people get long COVID. That also has been de- debunked. Lie. All of this because they want to depopulate the planet and they have their agenda. So again, we'll continue to bring this stuff. Of course, remember the Cochrane study on the masks, 68 different studies, double blind, showing masked people and unmasked people, no difference in transmission, no dif- difference in the rates of infection, none whatsoever. Masks do nothing, folks. Please stop wearing them. Don't comply. Resist, and if you see people, you know respectfully, if you know them, I'm not. I'm not talking about a confrontation in the mall or in the store or an airplane, but if you respectfully see them, you know them, their family, their friends, have a conversation. Hey, why are you still wearing a mask? Have you read, or have you looked, are you willing to look at some great studies? the Cochrane study, look at this. Anyway, we gotta get going. So remember Tuesday night, or, or I'm sorry, Tuesday day, Uh, We will be live streaming Tuesday night. We'll be live, Lord willing, in Spokane, Washington, 7.15 Pacific, 10.15 Eastern Time. Not backing down at TCap. Remember, please check out our events calendar. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, Boise. Boise, Idaho, people. We'll be in South Idaho, Boise, Idaho, March 20th. Monday, March 20th for my One World Religion Rising presentation. That is also on our website. Don't forget the Boise, folks. First time I'm going back to Boise in about four plus almost five years so it'd be great to be back in Boise as well so check that out and again remember April will be in Wisconsin and right now we're working on trips to uh, Montana and back to Minnesota this is Pastor Sharon Hadian thank you for your prayers thank you for your support Um, check out all of our content we will see you on Tuesday it'll be pre-recorded during the day and then live Tuesday night have a blessed weekend and enjoy worshiping the Lord with your family and your church body We'll see you next week. God bless.